Social Zoom Factor, episode 120. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. When it comes to your business, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. Meet Ruby, your highly trained team of virtual receptionists, creating meaningful connections with each call, ensuring your callers feel special while making you look good. Learn more at callruby.com. Are you ready to turn your social media management, engagement, and collaboration efforts to turbo? Our new partner, Sprout Social, empowers marketers to engage, measure, and work smarter, not just harder, when it comes to social media. Check them out at www.sproutsocial.com. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today we are going to talk about another one of my favorite topics, being content, content marketing. And one of the top questions I always get in regard to content is people that are usually not doing content for their day job. They don't have time to be doing this all day, every day. And the same question comes even from people who are doing content for what may seem like their day job and their night job. They run out of topics and things to talk or video or live stream or tweet or Facebook about. What, However it is you're delivering your content, this episode today is going to help you with some inspiration for how you can refresh your content, how you can leverage content you already have, but most importantly, how can you reinvigorate that content you already have? How can you refresh your blog? How can you refresh your Google Hangouts? What can you do to make sure it stays fresh, but that you're taking it to the next level and always providing value? So that, my friends, is what we're talking about today. Now, you know, I always like to define things before we move into a specific topic, so we make sure we are all on the same page. So I'm going to read to you the definition of refresh coming from dictionary.com because I think this will help you. So the word refresh is, as a verb, to provide new vigor and energy by rest, food, etc., to stimulate, and I love that, and then in parentheses it says the memory, to make fresh again, I like that too, reinvigorate or cheer, and then it says a person the mind, to freshen in appearance, color, as by a restore restorative. So I love that too. So also it says to take refreshment, to become fresh or vigorous again, revive. So I think those are important things and concepts for you to think about. And particularly the last one, notice it said to become fresh or vigorous again. So just because you may be feeling down a little bit on your blog and you feel like you don't that maybe you've just hit a wall. And I know a lot of people, when this happens, they will think, oh, you know, I'm just going to quit blogging or I'm going to quit doing videos and podcasting because I'm just boring. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Nobody wants to hear me anyway. 
don't do that. You can become vigorous again. You can revive that platform that you've already invested loads of time and resource into. So that's what we're focused on today is helping you feel reinvigorated, helping you refresh yourself and your content. And as we move into this, I have done a ton of blog articles as well as podcasts on content marketing. I'm not going to bore you and list all those for you. I will tell you that I will put links to the key episodes that I think will help you on the show notes page for this episode. You can just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 120. So socialzoomfactor.com slash 120. 20. And there you will find links to all those episodes. But I have done everything from content marketing in a nutshell to how to maximize and monetize your content, how to create a content editorial calendar. I have a template for you. So make sure you go and check out those resources. Episode 118 I recently did was an interview with Mark Schaefer where we talk specifically about his new book, The Content Code. And we talk about influencers and the alpha audience and the just some really, I think, great thinking in regard to content that can also absolutely help refresh your mind and get you motivated again. But as we are talking about your blog, your platform, your content, and this is part of our You Are the Media series that we're smack dab in the middle of, thing I want you to remember is that you there are three things, okay? You need to know your audience, you need to know your goals, and you need to know how are you going to help your audience achieve their goals and how are you going to achieve yours at the same time. So you have to know those. So as we're going into this, I am making the assumption, and you know me, I do not like to assume things, that you know your audience, that you have goals, that you know what your audience needs from you. If you don't know those three things, you need to go figure those things out because chances are that is why you feel like you're repeating yourself or that you are boring or that your audience isn't liking what you're saying. It could be they don't like what you're saying because you don't know them and you don't know what they need and want from you. And I'm sorry if I'm giving you some tough love. I know that you need to hear this. Okay. So you need to know your audience, your goals, what they want from you, how you're going to help them achieve their goals. Okay. Number one tip out of five I'm giving you today. Those were just bonus tips. Number one is you need to make sure that you are shifting your focus of your content so it can be more about other people than just about you. So if you're feeling like you're stuck, perfect opportunity for you to start an interview series of experts in your industry. And you can do this via any media. So you could do this via blogging, via podcasting, via a video, via a hangout, via tweet chats, how whatever is your flavor for communication, interview experts in your industry or niche interview customers. Okay. Another idea, do a roundup post of the weekly top hits on other blogs, other Google Hangouts, other YouTube channels, other tweet chats in your niche. Okay. Do a roundup of what's hot and happening in your industry and be that go-to source. I know a lot of people that will do this and they'll do this a certain day of the week. And I look for those because they keep track of things and changes and what's happening. Uh, you could add a newsletter to that for your email list, and then you could grow subscribers that way and be able to nurture relationships. What a concept. How about try and ask Pam series, okay? So whatever your name is, ask Dawn. 
ask your community to tell you what they want to know from you and then highlight those questions and the person that asked that question. And we just did that in episode 119 where we brought in some voicemails that people left us out on socialzoomfactor.com slash askpam. And then I did an entire episode just answering questions from our listeners of this podcast. So go check that out. But that's a great way for you to refresh content and also have some fresh voices and bring people together and really start to build community and introduce, you know, key people in your community who have been contributing. I could write a book on the benefits of doing things like that. That. Another idea would be to do a recap or a list of some of the favorite people or brands that you have in your niche and your industry that you go to for inspiration, that are your go-to source for content when you're needing to be inspired or be informed. Those are great ways for you to bring value to your audience at the same time and also highlight some of those great resources that are helping you out. Tip number two is to do an inventory of the content that you already have. Okay, so you need to know what's working and what's not. And you need to know what you have. You need to know what you got. So step here is do an inventory. Go download our content inventory worksheet at socialzoomfactor.com slash inventory. And it's pretty simple. There's three columns in the spreadsheet each piece of content you have, and it could be a newsletter content. It could be an old brochure that you are still using. It could be uh, blog content. It could be video content. It could be uh, presentations. I don't know, whatever you have, keep a track of that. And it has three potential statuses. It's either in, it's out, or it needs updated. So either it's in, you're going to use it some way, somehow, someday, Uh, It's either out, you are not going to use it, or it needs updated in order for you to use that. And then map that to the particular audience for which problems you're going to help solve with with each of those pieces of content. So what audience does that map to of your ideal customer and how does it help them solve their problems? So that's a great exercise to go through. And honestly, even though it may sound complicated, it's really not. And it's a great way for you to get you know multiple people on your team on the same page. It's a great way to facilitate the discussions that need to happen around either the surplus of content you have or the lack of content you have. And if you are looking for budget approval from your manager, or maybe a board to invest in some content uh, creation, this will really help you in justifying that because oftentimes they just remember the content that you created a year ago, how much you spent for a specific video, and all they remember is that price tag instead of actually understanding that just went toward one deliverable or one content asset. So when you tend to put things in a spreadsheet and highlighting what you have, it makes people clearly understand what you have as well as what you don't have and why you are asking for their help, whether that be budgetary or subject matter expertise in creating new content. Tip number three is drumroll Google Analytics. And if you are not utilizing Google Analytics to really understand your audience and make sure you are producing the 
best possible content that you can for them that provides them the highest value possible, you are missing out. If you don't know the first thing about Google Analytics, I encourage you to check out episode 106, where I talk about 10 metrics you must be tracking when it comes to Google Analytics. So if you are not a data junkie like me, and you're thinking, Pam, you're just a nerd, why do I need to pay attention to Google Analytics? Let me tell you why. Because it's going to help you know your customer, because it's going to help you understand if the content you are creating all this time you're spending on it. And if you've listened to this whole episode so far about refreshing your content, you're probably need to refresh your content. You probably would like to have your content produce uh, increased results for you. Google Analytics is going to help you do that. So if you are digging into even some of the most basic metrics available with Google Analytics, such as bounce rate, how quickly are people bouncing out of your site? What pages are resonating with people the best? So what's the content they are devouring? You know, what's the highest time on, on page that where they're staying and reviewing that whole page? What are the pages where it is the highest conversion rate? Uh, what is converting and why? You know, that may tie into other platforms that you have. We use leadpages.net and I've talked about that in past episodes, but that is what we use for all of our landing pages and I get amazing metrics out of there. And uh, other things like where, what pages are people bouncing out of? What are the pages they don't like and why don't they like them? And if you're starting to see some themes around what they like and don't like, you're going to be able to learn some valuable insights into the content you should be producing more and or less of. So make sure you are checking out the Google Analytics people. And I also did an episode on the recent major update that Google just did, where it is ranking mobile-friendly sites higher than non-mobile-friendly sites for mobile searches. So people that are searching for content from a mobile device, that is episode 117. And I highly encourage you to check that episode out. I know we are getting deep into some ideas here to help you refresh your content, but we need to hear a few words from our sponsors because they are what make this podcast possible. So take a listen and I'll be right back. Smart digital marketers know they must proactively discover, inspire, and interact with their customers on social media. Sprout Social puts turbo social marketing power in your hands with a platform that is both powerful and user-friendly. It simply gets out of the way and empowers brands to easily listen, engage, proactively respond, measure, and most importantly, nurture relationships with both new fans and loyal brand evangelists. Sprout Social is a platform that can help you achieve business results. If you want to truly connect with your online community and start streamlining your social engagement, start with a free 30-day trial of Sprout Social today. Check them out at www.sproutsocial.com. Again, that's sproutsocial.com. Did you know customers form their first impression of a business within seven seconds of initial contact or that 86% of consumers will stop doing business with a company after a bad customer experience? Every brand touch matters and no one understands that better than our new partner, 
Ruby receptionist. Tap into the power of a virtual receptionist and rediscover the lost art of human interaction with Ruby. Their team of highly trained virtual receptionists handle all your calls with the perfect mix of friendliness and professionalism at a fraction of the cost of a full-time in-house receptionist. Great businesses are driven by great customer experiences and Ruby makes every call an opportunity to wow your customers. Check them out at callruby.com forward slash social zoom and enter promo code zoom to receive 14 days of free service, free activation and $95 value and 5% off your monthly bill. Tip number four is leveraging the research you did on Google Analytics to identify evergreen content. So you will, if you dig deep into your Google Analytics, hopefully you are going to find content that has been working for the long haul. I mean, I have blog posts that date back to 2010, 2011, that is still bringing in massive organic search, okay? And I can't tell you what those posts are, but I'll tell you, it still brings us great great result. And so you want to find the content, even if you've only had a blog for a year, go back and say, okay, if a year ago I launched my blog and I can, or my YouTube channel, and I can see that the content I produced nine or 12 months ago is still getting views on YouTube, or they're still watching that Google Hangout I did a year ago, or they're still reading that blog content, or that's still my highest converting page or my highest converting white paper, you probably want to go produce more of that, right? Because evergreen content is what will really help Google love you. And it's it's evergreen content is also content your audience will devour on a regular basis. It's some of those foundational concepts usually that are just the bread and butter of your industry. You know, so for me in regard to marketing and social media, we're not just a social media company that decided to get rich on uh, social media and Facebook and Twitter. I've been doing marketing for 20 plus years. And so I know about strategy. I know about building a business. I know about building a brand. I know about working in the the ranks of, of corporate. And so there are so many other things that I write about and blog about and can podcast and help people with that has nothing to do with Twitter. So some of my best content is content that isn't even about Facebook or LinkedIn or or Twitter. So find some of that foundational evergreen content that can really just keep your blog rocking. And then number five, last but not least, is maximize to monetize and leverage content that you already have created and re-energize it. So if you're sitting there scratching your head saying, Pam, what in the heck are you talking about? Maximize to monetize. I'm going to give you a few examples, okay? Uh, Take a presentation that you have provided. I'll give you an example. I did a keynote presentation back in, I I believe it was 2011 at Rochester Institute of Technology. It had 34 social media truths in a nutshell. And I'll link to it from the show notes page of this podcast so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. And it had 34 social media truths in a nutshell. Well, what I did over the course of the last few years, I created basically 34 different blog posts and other presentations and videos and podcasts using that content. 
Okay, so the life of that content has been over almost four years, you know, three plus three and a half years from one deck that I delivered. Now, let me tell you, that deck was not something I threw together the night before the keynote presentation. The deck was something that I put together and it it was a foundation for our business. So it really comes down to quality over quantity. And when you're wanting to really maximize the content that you are producing and not just have, you know, spaghetti you're throwing at the wall, that's why I said at the beginning of this episode, you need to know your audience, you need to know your goals, you need to know what they want from you. And you need to develop a content strategy and a content plan that's going to help you produce the right content. So then you can leverage it and get it to all the right people that want to devour that content. And so that content, we put some time and effort into creating that slide share. It has been viewed last time I looked over 700,000 times on SlideShare. I just got ranked from SlideShare as a top 10 marketer to follow on SlideShare because of the SlideShare decks that I've put up there. And guess which SlideShare they highlighted in the blog post? The 34 Social Media Truths in a Nutshell. So you want to talk about ROI, friends? There's some really positive ROI. And we even did a video on some of those concepts. So I'll include a link to that too as well from the show notes page. But we did a a video for our agency, the second agency when we launched it, that talks about what we believe the foundation is to be of our business and, and what everything that we do. And many of those social media truths are in there. And those date back to 2011. So that's what we're talking about for evergreen content and maximizing to monetize. Now, you could also create things like white papers, which we've done. You could create uh, infographics. You could create images. Each one of those 34 social media truths could be a whole series on its own. And many of them have been a series of its own. So we have white papers. We have opt-ins. We have you know different themes. There were brand humanization themes. There were get a grip on your social themes and multiple, multiple deliverables and content assets came out of each one of what would be one slide in a presentation. So that's what I talk about when I say slowing down to speed up. Okay. Closing this off today, I just want you to not let yourself get overwhelmed. And I want you to really quit chasing the shiny objects. You're not going to find that easy button when it comes to to content marketing. You have got to get in the head of your audience. You've got to connect with other people and other communities. It's about, you know, other people's content, other people's communities, the OPP, you know me, baby. We call it the OPC. And I have a podcast on that too that I'll include reference to. But you need to think bigger than yourself. You need to be focusing on your audience. You need to be focusing on your community, identifying influencers that you can work with, experts within your inner industry that you can be interviewing and get outside of your box. And if you are still hitting your head against the wall or the table, I want you to get out of your house. You know, for me, I can just go stand in the shower and ideas just come to me. And I'm telling you, I need a digital brain transformation tool that will just take what's in my head in the shower and deliver it um, to my desktop once I get to my desk. That would be handy now, wouldn't it? I think I would be retired by now. But go to the beach, go to the mountains, go wherever it is you need to go and get yourself inspired. 
I know that your time is valuable and I really do appreciate you spending time with me today to learn how to refresh your content marketing. If you have further questions, please submit them at socialzoomfactor.com slash ask Pam. And you can always tweet us at hashtag social zoom factor. That's a wrap. If you're ready to zoom your business and zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.